Welcome to Tech Uncorked. I'm Dean Gratton. And I'm Sarah Jane Gratton. And together we explore a new world of technology and innovation. With lively discussion and some great interviews. Today, Dean and I thought we take a look at the way that the pandemic has affected technology in terms of do we now opt for more touchless technology? over things that normally we were quite happy to tap and touch and share. I wasn't. Uh, I didn't like touch anything. No, you do have that mindset where even shaking hands, you'll sort of reach yeah. for the gel, won't you? Yep. Yeah. And also <laughs> doors and lift buttons and I just, oh, just couldn't stand the thought of touching it. This is even before the uh, pandemic yeah. happened. I actually have seen quite a few people in the supermarket putting on the little disposable gloves Ah. Uh, to go around and i think that's a good idea when you're touching fruit and veg and well anything really are we having other uh, wipes available for trolleys and baskets and stuff? there are wipes available for trolleys there's also a spray and tissue in some of the shops where if you pick up something you can disinfect it yourself for picking it up and taking it around so uh, today we thought we'd take a look at the way technology is helping people avoid contact which Sounds terrible, really. Let's not touch each other. Let's not shake hands. Let's not hug. Um, and, you know, things are changing now. You know, the fist pumping and the elbow elbow I, touching. I really think the elbow <laughs> touching is absolutely absurd. I like the hands together namaste sign. I, fi- I find that actually quite comforting. It, yeah, because I'm a very huggy person. So I miss, I miss hugging. I miss touching people. And I have to... Pull myself back sometimes. But you're only touching with consent. Um, well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think people are happy to be touched at the moment. I think it's something that people try to avoid. So with that in mind, what kind of technologies do you think we're going to see? Well, it's a simple little things you take for granted. You go to the train station and you pick up your tickets. Mm. Well, actually, to be honest... You you have them on your uh, mobile phones now, so you can, mm, the e-tickets. So you're e-tickets. not actually touching anything so that, physical. That, so that already exists. Yep. Uh, but for those who have to pick up the tickets at the train station, mm. um, you still got to interact with a, a console and mm. buttons and mm. mal- that malarkey. Mm. Do we actually need them anymore? I mean, could could everything be done digitally now? PPE gone insane oh well, it, well yes it has to, to you know to some extent doesn't it and then we've got things like automatic doors so there's no touching of door yeah. handles in offices and i think that's increasing now as more offices are thinking about opening and planning you know this new normal future in terms of people having to be there physically I think they're looking at ways now of integrating infrared technology into their elevators where people can use sight to actually look at a floor and it will take you there rather than touching anything. Well, that's old-fashioned voice. Old-fashioned voice, level five, level four. Take me to the control deck, Captain. (laughs) That kind of thing. That's that's what we need. We need a Star Trek-esque way of living i do think that if you know with these automatic doors a whoosh when they open always just feels so satisfying you know when you hear it you you have a sense of warmth i feel an entry an entry you've arrived yeah. you know you're there you've hello arrived. everyone <laughs> here i am so yeah and it, i think going out now does present challenges on all levels and of course when restaurants reopen Um, Those challenges are going to, you know, transfer over to the hospitality industry in terms of how do we keep each other safe? 
So um, what kind of moves do you think would be in that kind of arena? Oh, that's going to be a nightmare. Uh, yeah, it's going to be difficult. You've got, uh, you've got the, the chefs in the kitchen preparing food. Do they, I mean, it's such a hot environment in the kitchen. Do they need to wear masks when preparing food? I would say yes. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I mean, it's so claustrophobic wearing them, but you can't not wear them. Yeah. And, of course, we know when uh, things did open up, uh, servers were wearing masks and, and so on. Yeah, I think they are developing a kind of um, almost like um, a screen that you can wear that is cooled, you know, for people in hospitality. I think Samsung are working on something that actually keeps you sort of hydrated and cool rather than just having a piece of fabric across your face. I know I get so claustrophobic when I put a mask on to go to the supermarket. I, you know, I, I know the importance of it. And of course I do it, but it isn't a good feeling. No, that's why I wear mine just under the nose because I don't mm. like it on my nose. Yeah, but that defeats some of the objective, doesn't it? Well, well, I'm not spraying anyone. No, but you're breathing in. Isn't it meant to protect you yeah, from yeah, breathing yeah. in the, the airborne... Nasties. Nastiness. Yes, the nastiness. <laughs> the nasties. We've got our, our tablets, our phones now, which are touchscreen. They're not completely touchless, although I can now look at my phone and gain access to it without touching anything, yeah. which, um, you know, the, the biometrics. But do you think that touchscreen technology has evolved? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my God. It, it's It's so evolved. I mean, I was working... In my very first software engineering role in Cardiff, um, I was working with touchscreen technology then. And this is for gaming software. So um, the, it, it was very primitive, but it worked. And all, all, it, all you needed to do is, with the graphics on the screen, you, you would have the virtual representation of buttons and stuff. And mm. you, you could select cards, playing cards and stuff. This is all gaming software, gambling gaming software. Don't gamble. House always wins. Anyway, enough of that. But the um, the actual screen, or the touchscreen at that time, was made up of a copper, both vertical and horizontal. And when someone would touch the screen, of course, the vertical and horizontal lines would touch each other, and that would give the indication where on the screen you would be. And normally that would be a button that needs pressing, and you could determine what's being pressed and whatnot. But today, it's fantastic. It's evolved so much. And how do you think that kind of technology will evolve in the future? I mean, we're seeing at CES, you know, sort of almost invisible holographic screens that we can pick things well, that's, up. That's, that's a classic minority report. A classic minority report. But classic, do you think it's yeah. coming? I mean, are we going to be seeing more of that in a retail environment, for example, where there isn't any need to really touch yeah. the merchandise until it's safely passed to us, packaged for us to take away? Yeah. You can virtually swipe the air, yeah, and yeah. Uh, to 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 uh, swipe left or swipe right, mm. or up or down, mm. and virtually try on clothes without yeah. having to go into a changing room, augmented reality, um, virtual reality worlds where you know touch is um, something that is virtual rather than physical. So perhaps that's where it's heading, do you think? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that. I would really like to see the Minority Report technology come to fruition. Don't you think it's a bit sad that we're losing that physicality? No, I don't like touching anything. <laughs> back, really, we're I, back to that. I don't like touching anything. 
I, if I know it's mine, it's mine. It's fine. So you'd but permanently be in your own little bubble. I, I am permanently in my own little bubble. You know, me? you know, I can touch you because I know where you've been. <laughs> uh, but I don't like if, if I'm out uh, uh, doing this and that. I don't like to touch anything. You know, no, I don't. You no. see me do it. I, it's. A, I mean, you call it my OCD. I just don't like touching things. Mm, I think a lot of people do do feel that way, and to some extent, I I, I do, especially if you're going up an old stairway and you're touching a rail a rail oh, and you, oh God. afterwards or on the tube and you go down and you're holding on oh. and you think oh and then you you realize you're scratching your nose or yeah, you know exactly. oh god it's just yeah. it's a festering mess yeah <laughs> so yeah bring on the virtual reality bring on augmented reality and let's hope that there is a way through technology to minimize um the spread of pandemics in the future viruses germs and just keeping us all protected and safe that's what we want and uh think yeah the evolution of humanity voice activated assistance i think alexa's great i think it would be great to have her in other areas you um, mentioned it once and got away with i it. mentioned it once and got away with it thank heavens but yes to have that kind of technology working for us perhaps in supermarkets perhaps in other environments, I know that um, the Echo was being used in office environments for for meetings as a, sort of an advancement of the drop-in to actually have oh, meetings. Yeah. Um, so perhaps there'll be some more development there. It would be good to actually have someone from Google and Amazon on the show, I think, just to talk about how they think these voice-activated assistants can help in, in going forward into I, a new normal. I do think that the Echo has some way to go because you've still got to be quite exact. and uh, The little nuances. Oh, it's so annoying and frustrating. And when you change your mind to something, she doesn't understand you've changed your mind. No, You've no. got to stop her and, and start again. But they have, they are sort of trying to bring in that more human-like response. There's a new feature called Tell Me When that Amazon have introduced into their Echoes. So you can actually ask, you know who, tell me when the next showing of Swan Lake is going to be at the, the Royal Swan Albert Lake. Hall. Or what? Whole theatre. The ballet. Collapsed. The Royal Ballet. <laughs> Tell me when the next snooker Ta- championship is taking Tell place. Tell me when this pandemic will all uh, be over. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I think you can use it for for movies that are coming out and entertainment or so TV shows you're watching. TV shows that you're watching. So she now prompts to um, set a reminder for you. Yeah. Which is another nice feature. Thing, yeah, the evolution of humanity. We're socially distanced. Yeah, I mean, it's is this you know is this how it's always going to be now? Are we? Well, I hope not. I mean, hopefully the vaccine. I think it. In, in fairness, with the vaccine, it's going to be it's going to be a second generation, third generation, and especially with the new variant emerging at the moment, um, there definitely has to be an, uh, an evolution to the vaccines, the current vaccines that are available now. Mm. We will see second, third, fourth generations at as many it takes to actually kill this thing off. Mm. Yes, let's hope these vaccines are the solution. I think fundamentally, 
the rules are there for a reason for yeah. everybody to be safe. Oh, and it's insane. People getting together, well, let's have a party, let's rebel. 400 attendees at a wedding, 150 attendees at another wedding, all the rave parties, and, I mean, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Just obey the bloody rules. If we obey the rules, we'll get through this a hell of a lot quicker. Indeed. I know that they're introducing, and again, Samsung are doing some great moves forward in, in terms of touchless technology. Um, they've got a number of robots that are actually actually being produced to help in things like the hospitality industry. These robots were concepts at this year's CES. They were showcased there, chopping vegetables, moving containers because in life warehouse. is hard. They can actually safely do what humans can't at the moment, what, which, is a double-edged sword, which is a double-edged sword. Well, you need a robot to load a dishwasher. You don't need a lo- robot. But it, it was demonstrating I mean, what they can do. When you have manufacturers developing technology for first world problems, mm-hmm. loading a dishwasher isn't a first world problem. <laughs> we argue over it all the time. Oh, only because I'm better at it. I'd quite like a robot to load the dishwasher, I have to say. That sounds... Well, call him Dean, because I tend to do it. Oh, and I do, do it a lot better. <laughs> And I do all the cooking, so there you are. Oh, don't uh, don't don't start. I do the excellent <laughs> cooking. You just do the mediocre <gasps> cooking. Oh, guess who's cooking for the rest of this week? And it won't be me. <laughs> it won't be me. But these robots, and I can't remember what they're called. We'll post something onto the episode notes about them. But yes, they are there to assist with things where you know human interaction is um, is is a safety issue. Um, also, I like the idea of these ultraviolet robots coming in and sanitizing areas when people have say left a plane toilets workplace environments they go in blast the uv light out there and yeah we did sanitize. see that didn't we we did see mm. that in an episode of gray's anatomy the new one and uh richard weber came up with the idea to put in the ultraviolet light into an area where everything could be sterilized mm. I wonder, that is genuine that's genuine that's absolutely genuine and the robots that i saw in the demo went into an empty aircraft cabin and disinfected through ultraviolet lights, all the seats, all of the the pilot areas, the toilets, the serving areas, the kitchens, everything. So the whole plane was um, a sterile environment for the next load of passengers, which has to be. I don't know if every airline is doing this now. But they should be. I mean, yeah. It, well, the environments on a on a London tube, and the, as you mentioned, the airplanes on a bus, even a taxi for for goodness' yeah, sake. Yeah, public transport. So uh, you know, it'll be interesting to find out: is this technology being used on public transport, or is it just wishful thinking that we can sanitise between every stop <laughs> to some extent, especially on a tube? How would how would that work? Well, then that goes back to what we originally said: the need for gloves. The need for gloves. The need for personal. And not touching anything. Not Ugh. touching anything. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so I I see there's solutions, but for every solution there seems to be a new challenge, doesn't there? Yeah, another Unfortunately. problem. Unfortunately, yeah. so it's it's just finding a workaround and a happy medium where we're all being sensible. Ultimately. And, and even if you do wear gloves, say on a, on public transport, what about the gloves? Like we're all being told, if you can stay home, stay home, stay in your family bubbles. Don't. Go out there and do silly things like have raves. 
you know, let's keep a level head about Unless this. Unless we're and, invited. And, well, <laughs> no, you can go on your own with your gloves and your mask and then I'll lock you out. Don't worry, you're not coming back in. Until I'm UV lighted. You're, until you're UV lighted. Um, but seriously, it is all about being sensible and um, looking forward to how innovation and technology can help us work more safely, be educated more safely and, you know, get back to business, which is what we all want to do. So in the next few episodes, we'll be taking a look at how technology is helping to assist businesses and talking to people from the companies that are developing these products, the people that are inspiring us to think differently in terms of solutions to the challenges. We've got some exciting shows coming up in the weeks ahead um, and we'll be peppering these. I love that expression, peppering. We'll be peppering these episodes with some really great, great interviews from some key people in innovation. Something to look forward to. I think we've got a lot to look forward to. Well, that's it for today's show. And for more information about today's episode, go to techandcork.com. Until Until next time. time.